to draw one last breath. My name is Matt. And Paul. And uh, this is our first ever attempt at doing a kind of horror podcast, so please go easy on us. Um, so we're going to start from the beginning, really. Um, my name's Matt, and this is Paul, uh, one of my best friends. And <laughs> we've been into horror for years since we were kids. I mean, what, what was your first experience when you were a kid and stuff, like, in just... Your first experience with horror? I think it was um, my mum got me into it. She had a massive bookshelf full of Stephen King novels. It, I just remember them all, just like all the different colours on the on our on our bookshelf, and thinking I want to read literally all of those. And because my mum loved horror, she sort of made me love horror. And we didn't get away with a lot, but what we did get away with was um, pretty cool. So. I remember, I, I still count these as horrors. I remember the Monster Squad. Love that film. Yeah, Monster Squad. Um, like Gremlins. Like that was um, pretty big back then. She let us watch like Jaws. I mean, how old were you when you oh. start watching those films? I don't know. I think maybe about like seven, eight. I so remember, quite young yeah, then. I remember going to like, um, um, we had a couple of people who were maybe a bit more spoiled than I was. And so <laughs> yeah. we'd take, um, if we do like a sleepover, my first ever sleepover, movie was Charles Play. Wow. Yeah. And That's that was scary. and that was when I was at primary school, so we're talking like eight. What was it like a sleepover or was it like you just went around a mate's house or No, it was a proper sleepover. We're talking there's probably about six <laughs> six young boys <laughs> um and a trip to uh to the uh, video salient um which is no longer here unfortunately. What was that like what you mean like the rental like rental shops? Yeah, I mean yeah. I, I, I classic. Same as you, we talked about this like before yeah. and I, like the, renting a, a horror movie was just something special. Like mm. seeing all those, um, like VHS covers. Yeah. And you said it like basket case. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> with the fig, and um, bad taste. Yeah. With the middle finger, I it's looked at all those classic yeah. covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember because like I used to go down to the shower garage, and if the film was in. Uh, the light would be on if it was out the light would be off so uh, you had a posh one. Well, no it wasn't posh it was just a petrol garage so we went down and uh, my dad would take me and my sister and then basically go like right you can have one action or comedy and one horror because nah. we used to have like a movie night and easily the action comedy one would be like quick easily picks because so, it would normally be an Arnie film or you know a classic 80s comedy but the horror, we would just take ages because there's so much choice and we just didn't know what to have. And pretty much we'd end up with the same thing every week, like house or something like that. That's um, true. There was yeah. always a massive horror section yeah, like yeah. in the 80s. It was no, just oh, like yeah. huge. Right. Yeah. For the pickings, yeah. So yeah. I remember like, um, like looking at ones like Demonic Toys, mm. The Dentist, yeah. Dolls and stuff like that. I'm thinking I really Goonies. want to this. Goonies, classic the toilet cover you remember coming out of the toilet was was Goonies the one no, I'm not going to show my was Goonies the one with that bloke tied to like a table and then this pendulum come around and started slicing out of his stomach I think it pretty was my sister said it was it probably was we, we could always do a rewatch on that and yeah see, see how that comes I out I want to watch Goonies <laughs> that's cool cool um, but yeah I remember like it was mainly like sleepovers for me and 
I remember, you know, literally peeing my pants uh, <laughs> watching Hellraiser. Really? How, why? I think I, well, I didn't literally. I, I, I cried. I did cry. A little bit of came out. I had to leave the room. Yeah. Had to leave the room. With like kids, and this is like secondary school now. Being that young, did you like have nightmares? Because I know I, I had really bad nightmares because I remember one vivid imagination. I had one vivid imagination, but there was one time where my sister was watching like just clips of films on TV from where she recorded yeah. the show late at night. Um, that used to just be like, oh, I can't even remember what it's called, it was like Hollywood top 10 movies. And literally, she used to record it and it used to be on the early hours of the morning. She put the VHS in and played it and used to watch it the next day. And literally, I, I came down for my breakfast one morning, she was watching it. And obviously, I wasn't allowed to because I was two years younger than her. But it was like, it literally was just probably about a 15 second clip of like Nightmare on Arm Street. Are you um, fucking kidding me? No, no. And I mean, literally, I saw that and I was just like so scared. I've like, got that exactly, literally. exact same memory from when I was a kid. Really? It's, just seeing that snippet. Yeah, like, it was, yeah. Um, it, it was just like, that it was Freddy mm. and it was, I don't know if it's not Middle Street 2, I think it is, where they've got, they're on the bus and it's in yeah. the middle of that canyon. I think that's the second one? Yeah, I think yeah. it's the second one. He scrapes his... Um, knives down the bus That's and then right, suddenly yeah. it goes to her getting a glass of water and he's in the he's in the back garden like peering out of a peering out of a behind a bush yeah I that, yeah, yeah, could I not that, yeah. watch Nightmare on Elm Street until I was about 18 yeah. and I, I put that on such a high pedestal yeah. as being one of the scariest movies of all time until I watched all six it's still up there yeah yeah but I watched that when I and that was when I was about five and it's one of those things where you get it wrong mm. you put the wrong VHS in because they've labelled it wrong <laughs> yeah. it's actually a parent's shit <laughs> but they put in the wrong thing and it was like that that little clip and it was like mum come in oh you can't watch that and yeah. I think the same thing happened with Platoon as well oh really and I saw, oh wow yeah and that might be as well being like a horror bit as far as I'm concerned it's just a horrible scene where they're going through the um, Vietnamese camp and they're ba- and this guy bashes um, this guy's head in and then that's all I saw and I think that's all that was and that's yeah, all I remember it's the tiniest thing isn't it it just makes your brain like think and remember things and stuff yeah so I, I had, like, I used to, there's two things I remember the most out of, like, my horror experiences when I got a little bit older, um, is the first time that um, I had a sleepover, my friend David down the road, uh, I'd go down there with my sleeping bag. Good old Dave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, he, we'd watch a horror movie, um, and then we'd watch, like, WrestleMania straight after because it was, like, the early hours in the morning we'd watch it live. Nice. Uh, I remember watching that, and, again, it, that was Hellraiser because he said, he said, oh, my mum lets me watch this. Let's watch it. And I was like, this is something else, and that's when I kind of got hooked. And then when I went to, got a bit older and went to school, I met this guy in school called Stuart, and, like, literally there was, like, you know, there was, like, one guy at school that had all, like, the horrors, oh, everything. Yeah. Like, that wasn't me, unfortunately. No, same. Um, literally, he'd he'd had all the horrors, like all the classics, or all, all, all the Vipco stuff, like Nostril Picker, and uh, Stage <laughs> Fright, and all the slasher kind of like DIY kind of really good effects, special effects and stuff like that. Like Drillicular. Yeah, Drillicular. Yeah, and go, I remember going around this house and he just had like this whole bookshelf full of them, like really really cool. And that's what really got me into thinking, man, I want to do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's when I went out and hunted down kind of all the 
kind of Friday the 13th and then all the uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the Halloweens. And I had them all set up on my shelf and they were gorgeous. And yeah, and then I found out about drinking and clubbing. There, I don't know, there was something beautiful about having, I did sound like having a big, thick VHS yeah. and like having those VHS covers. And I think like for a while, I don't think horror was massive for me when in my teens. Not until like Scream came out. Yeah, when it's Scream, kind of a resurgence. Didn't yeah, it? when Scream yeah. came out, that put me into like a sort of super fast path back into like horror, right. and I got back into all the old slashes like what Prom Night. Uh, when I met, when you met, probably met you when you worked at um, H and V, and I think I bought like I spit on your grave. Yeah, Last House and Left, and I started getting into this zombie genres as yeah, well yeah totally and then my obsession with the walking dead yeah yeah it's, um yeah it leads on and leads on doesn't it, it does. it's just yeah it's funny how those experiences just kind of uh stay with you and yeah. then you just collect and collect and watch more films and talk about how the whole genre has progressed since we were kids to now it's gone leaps I mean, and bounds we've known each other for about 18 years now Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we moved in together. Well, not moved in together, but we were in a shared house for <laughs> quite a while. Cool. Still. <laughs> shared house for quite a while. Yeah. And our mate Simon. Shared yeah. house, okay. <laughs> yeah. And our mate Simon and stuff in his X-Files collection. Um, yeah. But um, and he, he'd always still frame uh, and the, uh, I still know, no, I know what he did last summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd always gone about Sarah Michelle Gellar's nipple yeah. all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> And then it just kind of like just everybody had those posters like the screen poster on their wall, didn't they? Yeah. Like every every like if you went round your friends, kind of uh, halls of residence or whatever, you we went like to, to to their house and stuff. They'd always have the picture on the wall. It'd always be like scream. I didn't. I had stuff. I had Blair Witch. Oh yeah. I had yeah. the Blair Witch poster, and I was obsessed with that for ages. I was mm. obsessed with the whole. Because it, it was yeah the whole found footage and they did it well on the internet because that, oh, yeah, that's the first proper first, thing when they were they... like oh my god yeah it's real it's real is it yeah, yeah. go check out this video and then you'd have to wait like ten hours for yeah. it to kind of like gradually load up I got and... suckered into that like mm. big time and I mean the movie was what it was it, made, mm. it, it was a decent watch yeah I remember going to see it at the cinema <laughs> yeah. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But yeah, and now cool. we're, uh, you know, last couple of years, you were here the last couple of years, we've been obviously going to Fright Fest together and... Um, Fun times. How many years we've been now? That's four three, years? Yeah, last four years. And so. I know they're probably only still new to the game, but Fright Fest is amazing. And if you don't know what Fright Fest is, it's, uh, it's a festival that's held, held once a year, what, over five days in London? Yeah, they do... Another one in Glasgow, Glasgow I yeah, think, as well. Yeah, but it's like, it's just all the new horrors showcased and some of them aren't even out. Some of them don't even make it out to distributors and some of them are just, it's just brilliant. It's like just five days of straight horrors, um, which is just brilliant. And like, it's the time we've been, we love it, don't we? So yeah, any, any horror fan should participate. So it's definitely real. Tickets go on sale soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, well, should we um, have a little chat about some news? Yeah, well, what's going on? Um, what's been going on to you? So, 
think um, big news is Andrew Lincoln leaving Walking Dead. Yep, definitely. I mean, I've been a massive Walking Dead fan since about 2003. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Andrew Lincoln? Don't start, I was there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't speak. I'm a loser. Um, we'll talk, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so I've been a massive Walking Dead fan um, for years. I, I, I'm the co- more comic books um, than anything because um, I haven't watched the last season of <laughs> The Walking Dead. Naughty, but naughty. You keep ribbing me for it, but I will watch it. Um, but yeah, Andrew Lincoln leaving. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? I mean, I think. Game changer. Yeah, but I think to be fair to him, is that apparently this white read on various different formats and news is that. He, he gets quite a lot of offers for movies, but he turns them down because he doesn't like to do other stuff. He likes to be completely method and be in that one role. Right. Um, and so he doesn't do it where some of the others, like Norman Reedus, will do other movies. Um, uh, he just likes to be fully in the role. Um, so I think he's got kind of like a bit... I don't know, maybe he's got a little bit worried that the, the ratings have dropped quite considerably. And now he's thinking, you know, well... Well, I'm one of the ones that haven't watched yeah, it. <laughs> it's bad. Well, then, Sack me now. But then that's that's the that's the point. Is that I think he's like, right? Do I strike when the iron's hot? And I'm still, you know, I mean, he, come on, let's be honest. He's an amazing, amazing actor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like he actually, could actually be one of my uh, favorite movies. Do you know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> what movie? <laughs> well, I did. I didn't mention anything. Okay. No. Let's not mention that. No. But anyway, teachers yeah. maybe. <laughs> he he could just you know he, there's you know he's, the world is his oyster. You know what I mean? He can just probably get loads of scripts chucked at him when he leaves Walking Dead. Do you know what I mean? If he hasn't already, maybe yeah. that's why. You know? Fair play, nine seasons. Yeah, come on, it's a long so time. Let's li- leave while it's still kind of like hot. But I've heard rumours that they've offered big money for Norman Reedus to be front runner for it so so he's the main character is he not the front runner now I don't know I don't know you have to speak a little bit more don't get me wrong I love Norman Reedus you know but yeah. I just I don't think you can hold it down anymore I just think that the end is in sight maybe for maybe, the TV show maybe on the comic who knows I mean the comic's been going for like I don't know since 2003 so how long is that yeah. 15 years now 15 years yeah yeah long time long time so what about the news about the cast of the Spawn movie? Have you heard about that? I haven't heard about that. Jamie Foxx is going to be Spawn. Jamie Foxx, okay. Apparently Jamie he's been Fox. eyeing out for years. Um, I uh, Todd McFarlane did the original. He's doing this one. And he's doing this one. Yeah. I'm quite excited about it then. If yeah, Todd yeah. McFarlane's on it. I mean, I probably one of the few that actually liked the original. I didn't mind it. I yeah, it's all right. right. Did you ever watch the animated series? Apparently that's really good. No, everyone's banging on about yeah, that. I'm yeah. going to have to put that I've down. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, I, what I, again what I've read um, online and stuff is that it's going to be proper dark. Like apparently he's he might not even speak that much. Okay. Like I don't know, but it's going to be like proper eerie kind of like dark demons and all that kind of way kind of thing. I think so, Jamie. I think J- Jamie Fox is a good pick. He's not bad. I mean. he's... Baby Driver, mm. he was good in that yeah. for his his part and yeah, really? he's a great actor. Yeah. Oscar nominated. Was it Ray? Yeah, nominated. did he win? I don't know. He might have won. I, I don't, don't think he won. But 
yeah, so that, that, that should be interesting. So um, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, and a bit of other news. don't know if you saw this as well. But, um, you know, they were make, remaking the Crow movie with yeah. Jason Momoa. I did. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, so but basically... He's, he's it, dropped out, isn't he? Yeah, it, he's dropped out. But Corin Hardy, the guy that... Do you remember that film we watched, The Hallow? At the cinema? Mm-hmm. There's like lot, lots of, like... Um, he used lots of props and stuff as back in the woods oh, like, as creatures. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really Pan's Labyrinth sort yeah, of. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very like, you know, yeah. Very like that. But um, apparently, um, well, he's been trying to make it for years and he's a massive, massive crow fan. He's like got pictures of him dressed up at Halloween as the crow. Um, it's such a shame because um, he was going to do it and he was really passionate about it and he basically said I was going to do a bit of the, the graphic novel and a bit of homage to the actual film as well, you know, um, with Brandon Lee in it and he was going to like properly like merge the two kind of thing and make it really dark and interesting. Maybe there was even a shot with Momo with the makeup on stood behind him. Yeah. Um, and it looked great. I mean, a lot of people were like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, I'm never... If you want to do a remake, do it well. You know, yeah. look at it. But it, I believe he could yeah. because he was passionate and he knew about the crow yeah. and he's been a fan for a long, long time. So I, for one, am quite, I'm quite gutted by it, really, because I think it could have been really, really good. He's a really bit good. too big to play the crow, though, isn't he? This is the thing. It's just like, it's got to have a different take on it, I think. It's got to be refreshed. But Because, hang on, I don't remember this. You, I think you told me this once. Was the crow... Was it a Crow movie first and then the comic book? No, I think or was it, it comic book I then the movie? I think it was the movie. comic book first, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, the movie obviously was an amazing soundtrack as well. That was um, like, I was like, that was proper proper youth. That was that. always in my tape cassette player when I was doing my pip around. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, so he's left, Corin Hardy's left, Jason Momoa's left. It looks like it's Sony Pictures have just got this on their hands now and they'll probably just get some other person to direct it. I hope not. But, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's sad. But It know, needed love if it was going to be good. So we'll That's what that. I mean, and I just think it could have been really, really good. But never mind. But remember, Corin Hardy has got The Nun coming up soon. I am looking forward to that. That, that is going to be badass. I, I can't know. wait. Apparently he's got some news. He's had some news on his Twitter saying that there's something coming soon. I think possibly on the 15th. So I'm thinking trailer time. What, on the 15th of June? Yeah. Ooh. I'm thinking it might be trailer time. and that be Speaking awesome. of trailers then, yeah. what came out today? Cool. Which I haven't, still haven't seen. You well, sneaky bastard. Watched it earlier. <laughs> yeah. I had to, mate. I had to. I had to. I won't talk about it, but... It looks proper, proper good. Like, obviously... Um, Can we watch it after we've done this? Yes, yeah, I seriously need to see this trailer. Because we'll I've been watching it on um, social media. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what okay. we can do for the next episode. We'll watch it and then we'll talk about it properly in the next episode. Or the trailer? Yeah. All right, okay, We'll cool. do some, like, pick it apart and see what we like and what we don't. Because she looks old. Because I've seen pictures. Yeah, proper old, so doesn't she? <laughs> it's not like short-haired, like... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is it it's like proper long like grey hair looks like a granny I know it's really strange it's like I don't know whether they're trying to just make it her look like older because obviously it's set further on she because remember uh, I read that they is in the director or something like that I don't know who the director is actually 
Um, and they skipping some of the sequels out, so they are yeah. ignoring some of the sequels. Because obviously, originally... Like H2O, they've got to ignore H2O. Well, she, yeah, because she died. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is forget all that after that. So this is going to be set after. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But we'll, we'll review it maybe uh, next week. That'd be and, beautiful. And see. I am just being. I want to look at the director because I can't remember it. I'm okay. Cheating, looking on IMDb. Yeah. What? I don't know what you're talking about. David Gordon Green. But um, it, am I right in saying that? Um, what's his name from uh, um, he's banned down as produced it or something isn't he because John Carpenter wrote it that's for sure and the screenplay was done by Danny McBride that's it Danny McBride yeah yes a legend in the game but he's it's, it's not put any comedy anymore. not in horror no but he's, <laughs> a, he's a massive fan of okay. like Halloween like he's huge huge fan and he ain't, he ain't gonna muck it up because he's a massive fan. But it's really weird because so is Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Halloween two. Don't even don't even go there. Halloween two is brilliant. Okay. You need to rewatch that, mate. It's okay. brilliant. Um, and don't have a bad mouth, Rob Zombie. Um, hey, House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm back to Danny McBride. So he is is a massive fan. But if you think about it, it's kind of weird because he's kind of like made a kind of beeline for more kind of horror type films by being in Covenant, Alien Covenant, because he was obviously in that. Yeah. And it's weird because he's kind of, now he's doing Halloween, it's like he's trying to take a different edge and leave that comedy stuff a little bit behind. Okay. That makes sense. It'd be really interesting to see how this is, I think. I think, it, I think this is going to be like one of the best horror movies. I love these band of down, so you know. <laughs> Kenny fucking Powers. Okay. So, um, should we move on to uh, our re- movie review of the week? I really want to talk about this movie. So just to let you know, um, if you are even listening, um, we're going to talk about a lot of spoilers and um, we're going to talk about plot spoilers and possibly the end of the film. Um, so, yeah, if you want to go watch it and come back, then cool. If not, listen on. I mean, we can put like times on it as well on, on the description. Oh my God, I don't know if I'm that good at editing, mate, but we'll see, we'll see. Wishful thinking. Um, okay, so... Cargo. Um, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, you'll be able to find it on Netflix, which is cool. Um, it's basically um, a zombie type esque film, um, set in a, uh, like in the aftermath of what looks like to be kind of some kind of virus or zombie takeover, um, set in Australia or the outback or something like that. Um, looks like it's nearly the end of the world. Something kind of like that. It's yeah. set. It's it doesn't really tell you, is it? So. 
but yeah, it's just about one man's kind of journey um, who's just trying to get by with his wife and baby. Um, and yeah, should we just start start from there and start talking about it? So the beginning. So they're on a boat, right? Well, they're on a, yeah, they're on a boat. Um, so nice little boat. And we get... So why, why do you think they've chosen a boat? Do you think it's just because it's safer? I choose a boat. I, yeah. I, I, I think I thought about this a lot. You know, zombie survival yeah, guide and stuff. Fan, big, big fan of zomb- the zombie apocalypse sort of um, genre. And mm. a boat's a brilliant idea. They, you know, you've got the possibility of r- running out of supplies, but I think they do well. And yeah. I mean, that comes to our first little tragedy, then, as it always does, is yeah. then looking for supplies. Mm. Um, Martin Freeman, who plays the lead role in this, is. I thought it's awesome. brilliant. I don't know about you, but I, I thought it was brilliant. I think, like, because this is the second one now, ghost after ghost stories. Well, a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think he's brilliant. I still, he's not, still not his first zombie movie though. Oh, okay, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I don't think two minutes. Left. But um, yeah, I think he's brilliant. He's still got his little office inflections and stuff. A like little that, bit, yeah. This kind of English gentleman kind of yeah. like reservedness. And, we still don't know why he's in Australia, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I but would imagine it's down to his wife because his wife's Australian, right? Yeah, okay. Maybe, I don't know. But the first part of it, like we find they're both on a boat and then they find they need supplies so they were going to go off, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So he goes off and he's, he's, he's not a hero. Definitely mm-hmm. not a hero. He's a bit of a coward, but he does go off and um, they find a boat that's been overturned and he goes and finds some nice little canned goods and it's a winner really yeah. a bottle of wine yeah. and then there's something rattling in the back and he gets off the boat so, yeah, he basically shits himself doesn't he and yeah. goes, I'm not having none of this grabs what he can <laughs> out of the boat back to his wife and his kid on the boat and uh, yeah he thinks that I've got your little present like bottle of wine yeah like I'm going to go and get a, catch a few Z's didn't he so like as in sleep um and yeah. what does she do? She she, she decides to she doesn't like it. Oh, yeah, she decides to go and have another look for some strange reason. Because why? I don't know. She's more. I feel that she's more of the hero. It's more adventurous. So she's thinking, right? If he can do this, then I'm going to pop a pop. So what does she do? She goes back, finds a like a razor because obviously she. Wants oh yeah, to she get, wants them to have a like shave or something. She, no, she wants to have a shave. She wants to shave her legs so that they can have a little bit of you know. What is that? A little bit of boom boom. That's what I saw. That's just my. my t- I totally made that. I'm so innocent. <laughs> so I thought because she didn't like his beard, that she just wanted him to get his beard shaved. I took it as a diff- different way, but that's just me. Dog. But um, yeah, no, the inevitable happens. You know, he finds her in the toilet when he, on the boat, and she's been bit. But I tell you what, the genius of this movie that I I haven't, I can't remember. I can't remember um, another movie like this where. They get out this zombie survival pack, or like a well, I suppose it's like a virus. Yeah, because it's like it's pack. like they've been prepped already, isn't yeah, it? Like, so a, like you know, we've had them at work, like run, cow <coughs> hide videos and stuff. It's like this is a pack, uh, uh, kind of survival thing. If you've been bitten, these are the the actions you take. And it was like put a watch on. Yeah. And then there's how long? It was four. It's forty-eight, 48 hours, hours they it? had. Yeah. The countdown. Yeah, and. Um, and I guess it goes into the bloodstream. And then there was a a device, a, a device that if it goes too far, it's a killing device, basically. Um, yeah, but I didn't, it's an epi- I, didn't, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like, like an EPI. Like yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, that was, it was not. It was basically like an EpiPen, but for your brain. 
Yeah. So right, it's, yeah. it's like a self-administered tool that if you've gone too far, stick this in your it's head to finish you off. Yeah. I've, I absolutely loved that. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. But it, it was so tense after that. Yeah, because it's like suddenly the, the clock's ticking and he obviously takes it into his own hands to say, right, let's go, let's find the hospital, let's find someone who can help you because we need to get out of here. So they decide to abandon the ship, don't they, and go and look for a car, if I remember rightly. Yeah. So and they pack up the door, and he's always carrying her in this, like, carry thing on his back, isn't he? Yeah. Which, yeah, so he, it was really weird. By the way, the, the, I don't know how old, I reckon she was about two. The baby was brilliant. Amazing. And it was, a, it was a real baby the whole way through. They must have, like, you know that thing where they have twins? Where yeah. They have to swap them, but, but, like, they had like a... Amazing. Like didn't bat an eyelid, just really, really good. It's like hardly crying, and I was like, "That's not a real baby," but it was. But yeah, then they go and find this car. Um, do they find? Yeah, they find a car. Um, because it's interspliced at the beginning with like um, this other story. You sort of see this other story emerging as well as them mm-hmm. with this like sort of Aboriginal um, girl and yeah. her fa- and her. You find out it's her father, and um, he's been he's got the virus but she's keeping him alive yeah but you don't, you, you don't see that you, do you? You, you just see her doing something and yeah you don't know what she's kind of doing she's kind of like she throws a rabbit down a hole she's chucking like dead animals down a hole and you don't really find out it's her father sort of a little bit further down do you but the, yeah because the storylines meet beautifully mm. when tragedy strikes as it does mm. and they almost run down the dad or zombie dad, yeah. and they crash. Mm. And then it's like, she has to prop up to her. She, she talk about the way that, the way that this um, virus takes. Yeah, so they're, they're not like the normal zombies you would see in most films, which I liked about the movie. They ha- kind of had this like major conjunctivitis coming from their eyes, so it's like sleeping <laughs> yeah. goo that like almost a cat see and like, like pus from the mouth. And and for some reason you don't you don't find out till further down the line that, that they kind of hibernate. They put their head, but they have to hibernate in darkness. So either oh. they put their heads in the sand, like an ostrich. You said that yes, when we were watching. Yeah, you said that out like zombie called. ostriches. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. And then and then like yeah, and you don't see um, you, you kind of it tells you further down down the line that they're kind of that they have to hibernate to kind of rest. Yeah, and and you know not to wake them up and stuff because they they like darkness to hibernate, which is Thru- which is a cool take. I thought I don't throughout know, the movie think? you see them with their quite a few of them with literally their heads in the ground. Yeah, and I yeah. I thought that was I have not again that's weird, completely yeah. new and it's weird, but it was it was awesome, and I just, I think it was beautifully beautifully done. Like what about what about I one thing that I thought that was amazing was. Um, some of the shots of the landscapes and and of Australia, obviously, like it's the outback. Um, just I thought that the sweeping shots and yeah. you know there's a lot of aerial views um, and the poor old uh, Martin had to do a lot of walking in this one, like <laughs> with that baby on his back. Um, reminds me of like Lone Wolf, where that that Japanese film where he carries a baby around everywhere. And he's like I travelling. Yeah, it's a classic kind of movie, old school movie. 
but it, it had elements of that I felt it was really like some shots just reminded me of that it's really weird it just sparked that off in my head it's, it was interesting um, but yeah it's uh, um, apparently it's the first Australian film uh, funded by Netflix yeah, I mean, is, which is up, which is um, we've watched a few, we've watched a few mm. um, Australian I mean, films, Australian, yeah. Australian movies, and everyone we've liked so far, yeah. uh, Undead, yeah, Undead was really good. That one that we Wolf saw Creek. at Fright Fest, yeah, Wolf Creek was good. This, there's elements in this film that remind me of Wolf Creek. You know, when they come across that that guy, I can't remember his name, and his and his supposed wife. Um, who who is is kind of like takes them in? Oh, uh, that would be the savage Vic, who's uh, oh, yeah, sort of Vic. Was his name? he's our uh, it's protagonist, the right word. Yeah, is yeah. that the actual right word? Well, villain. Villain. So, I want to say protagonist. You don't know to start off with because he kind of like um, he kind of like he rescue he rescue he sort of looks like he's rescuing um, Andy, who is the character that Martin Beamer is pe- playing. Mm. And he sort of looks like he's rescuing and taking him in, but he's, he, there's something not you can tell right okay, because it's not yeah there's something not right because they he, he he's like but he's brilliant he's a survivalist if if anyone is surviving without meeting anyone else it's mm. Vic yeah but unfortunately it's a bit weird because he's got a wife that isn't really his wife he kind of just adopted her as his <laughs> wife he stole can tell, can't you you can tell when you see her face. There's something wrong about his relationship. It's not right. Yeah, she's not happy. And then eventually, like, um, Andy has to rest, sort of rescues her and um, the ba- baby Rosie. And um, they sort of have to go on another journey. And they rescue the, this little Aboriginal girl as well, who I thought was brilliant. Yeah. And um, they, they, it's their, their sort of part of the journey then. Because Andy's been bit. Mm. And he's 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 now like against time, so he's got the watch on, and he, he's constantly going through the different stages of um, changing. He kind of has to. He's still carrying the baby, but he has to give the baby away every every couple of minutes, and it's but just so tense. We, we skipped quite a lot there because, like, we totally didn't even touch on the fact that um, he's had to kill his own wife. We totally skipped over that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So basically, before all that happens, he. Um, they, yeah, can, they, they can find that out themselves. They, they, yeah, they crashed the car. And, but I just want to touch on that because I completely forgot. Um, up until then, I kind of thought Andy, the character in the film, I thought he's a bit, mm. bit, bit, I hate using this word, vanilla. But then when it got to that point, it, his acting chops come out. And he was, was a bit like, wet. Yeah, but I, 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 I fell for him because he actually, that's when his acting started. He was like proper gutted. Like proper gutted. He's, he's just had to kill his own wife. Yeah. And then, then that's when you see he looks at his kid. And to me, I don't know whether I relate to it differently because I've got two kids, but when he looks at that kid and he's like, I'm dependent for everything that I do now. I, I have to depend. I have to make sure that, that I get you to somewhere safe. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's like, because it, you kind of like get a feeling that he's not really a massive hands-on father they don't really show that but then it, the film is kind of him getting her to safety and making sure that she's okay um and because he absolutely this is his everything in his world and he's going to do anything to get this child to safety uh, which i thought was a really good element of the film i agree really well. i agree i just thought it was really he did that really well and, I, and i'll tell you what i was 
I was moved. I was watching it, and I was just like, I'm really, in, I, I got really in, involved. I wanted, yeah. I wanted Rosie to survive. Yeah, yeah. I knew that he wasn't going to somehow, but um, yeah. I mean, complete spoiler alert, but he sort, he doesn't, he does turn. Mm. He does turn at the end. But like, but it's in a, it's in such a cool way. Yeah, it is cool because like, it it gets to a point where. Obviously, again, like you said, um, the girl in the film, Toomey, that he makes a relationship with. Yeah. That, first of all, is like, you, you don't, I, I didn't know how they were going to form this relationship, but they kind of form a little alliance together because she is apparently feeding her dad, um, who's turned. Yeah. Um, but she wants to keep him alive. Um, and then we, we see this other thing going on, this other shot of what we can only assume is uh, her, her family or her sister or something. Yeah. And then... And Are they all the ones that were... Um, what did I write? The kick-ass zombie killers in, of the movie. Yeah. So, so they, they, were, they, they were like just killing the zombies and just making a big fire so all the zombies would be attracted and they were killing them off one by one, weren't they? You don't know whether it was to Just try spears. And, yeah, with just spears, but like really badass. And they like have all this really cool kind of wall paint on and that, some of the shots I thought was really, really good as well. Yeah. All that kind of like slow motion killing and stuff like that. that the, the effects are really good, I thought. And the, the, the relationship that it forms with that, uh, is it Toomey? I mean? Yeah, Toomey. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that, that worked really well, considering apparently that's her first film role as well. Like, I, I liked. I agree. I liked. I liked them together. I mm-hmm. thought they worked together and like a little team when they're working <laughs> together to get from A to B. So you you kind of really don't really know where he's heading with the baby because you think, you know, what's out there? So obviously they're trying to get somewhere. You don't really know where. He's just trying to find a safe place for this child to go. Um, yeah, and he comes up against a couple of obviously he comes up against a couple of um, potentials, but they don't really work out, do they? So yeah. the the old the um, nurse at the school um, obviously had cancer, and she or she was dying, so she wasn't yeah. she wasn't long for the world by the looks of things. So she couldn't. It's like the baby, a derelict school, wasn't it? Yeah, nothing. Was, nobody was there, just her on her own, which was a bit strange. Yeah, but nothing was said. But it's like the, the baby couldn't stay with her. She did a bit, but. And then obviously with Vic as well, and then that was not really what he wanted for her. And that, it, although Vic was going to, the baby would survive with Vic, he was not a nice character. He's a nasty no. thing. So he wanted the best for it. So he found that's when he found Toomey, and they had that, like you said, they had their little, um, you know, get away from Vic, and um, and then all, almost on the journey to find her family. Mm. Yeah, because they take a different path, and then she's like. Look, um, there's. Uh, she said, let, "Let let me get you to the old old man or the wise man or something that knows everything." Yeah, uh, he'll know what to do. Um, but she didn't want the responsibility, but she yeah. But she did at the end, sort of take the baby. Yeah, when yeah. in his worst moments. Yeah, because there's almost a bit where he's like talking to her, because um, it's that bit in the film where they go back to fight because he goes that's it that's where they're trying to fight he decides to take her back to a family that he saw by the riverside when they were on the boat um 
and he goes back and he thinks, well, I'll leave the baby with that family because they've got two kids and they look like a really nice family. I know that they'll take the, they'll surely take the baby as one of their own. And that's when you find out he gets all that way with Toomey helping him along the way, finally gets there and uh, the dad's digging these holes and you think, oh no, he's uh, digging their graves. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm basically, I'm digging our graves. I've got a bullet for you if you want it. And that's a bit where you're like, wow, this guy is going to kill his family and kill himself. Yeah. And that's when when um, Martin Freeman's character, Andy, he just looks beaten, doesn't he? He looks like he's just given up. He doesn't know what to do because that was his last resort. And it's just like, it's just it just shows you what people would do in this situation, what lengths they go to kind of just... The whole, the whole journey reminded me of these final hours. Like, yeah, um, it's that sort of, um, it's that survival instinct. It's like, I don't, I, I don't want to be in this situation, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And, and it's sort of that like, is that movie, these final hours, the one we watched at Fright Fest, right? Yeah, I that was was that, that was Australian. That was Australian. That was, Australian. That was oh, the last. Yeah. If, if you can find a copy of that, go and get it. Cause, <laughs> wow. What movie? But it did, yeah. You're and right. It made it me feel, me and it made me feel the same because when yeah. I remember when we watched it, at, and I was like, I walked out of the cinema thinking, Fuck, that that was, yeah, that was something, yeah. And this made me feel when I, when I left, like, it, it, and I was just like, I think the good thing as well you, with this movie Cargo is the fact that you did not really know where it was going, and you didn't know what it was about a hundred percent. So it kind of kept you thinking, oh, this is interesting. This is new. This is I've not seen this before. It's a new idea. It's, and it's, it's even down to Mike Freeman being in it. I just thought this is different for him, even though he has done a bit of horror. Um, it's good seeing him in this role, and and it's an interesting film with an interesting element in it, and it's shot really well, and the acting's really good. Um, I just thought it hit the mark quite a lot of places. Yeah, man, I'm I'm like I'm totally with you, but I'm I mean. I don't think there's much more that we can say about it, but I, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was, I, I literally um, thought it was fantastic. Really, really did. Um, but yeah, um, a few interesting facts about it. Well, go on then, Mr. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it was, it was shot really, really like quick. So they didn't have, I don't know exactly how many days, but I think it was only like, um, literally like something like 15 days or something so it's it pretty right. pretty quick but originally it was like done off of a, a short movie okay um, it was only like a couple of minutes long off of, and it was uh, on YouTube so it came from that originally um, not the same actors obviously so that's where the premise of the story came from which I thought was cool um, but yeah it's interesting that such a big movie can come off of like just a, like a, a really quick short movie, which yeah. is like nothing. Um, I'm a bit jealous of these facts. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. That's all I got though. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best. But yeah, um, should we should we rate the movie? Yeah, I mean, I I want to give it for what it was. I'll give it about an eight out of ten. I'm happy. That. I think that's what. I, yeah, eight out of ten. I, I I really enjoyed it. It made me think, and I think eight's fair. 
That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think I'd probably give it an eight as well, if I'm honest. Um, uh, probably a high eight, to be honest, on the high ends of the eights. Um, just because I just thought the acting was great. Again, the location was cool. Um, the the story was really good. Kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. Completely different um, kind of take on the zombie genre. Because I've been waiting for something like that coming along for a long time. I mean, there was yeah. a stage where you could get a zombie movie a week, and oh, this, God, this, yeah. and I still I, coming. They're still coming. Believe me. <laughs> but this was something new, and that's why I did. That's what I gave it. It is something that I hadn't seen before, and it was unique. And I actually, and I love Martin Freeman anyway. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was and I think he was really great in it. And I'm glad he's doing these um, smaller movies because it is a smaller movie. I don't know how much he got paid, but it's, it's definitely yeah. a small movie. I, I, don't, I, I don't really know the budget on the film either, but. It'd be interesting to find that out. So, draw one last breath. First ever rating. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. For cargo. Woo! Nice one. What's next then, dude? I don't know. As it's our first one, I don't know. <laughs> all oh, we're time. gonna. Well, we're not gonna do it this week. Um, but um, we want to do. As the podcast goes on going, we want to start talking about like different things that we like about horror movies. Like, like, yeah, like a topic of the week kind of thing. Like, of the we're going to talk about a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was I going to call it? I, I don't know what I was going to call it. Like, um, well, some, oh, something to scream about. Yeah, that's cool. So there you go. Something, yeah. to, something to scream about. <clears throat> <clears throat> something to scream about is what we're um, we're thinking. So we, ain't gonna, we we haven't got one this week, um, but if we. Re- Record this again in a couple Two of weeks. weeks. Yeah. Uh, we do it. We're trying to do it every fortnight. So, what's the first thing do you reckon we'll do on? Uh, so, I reckon we'll do fancy do screen queens, favorite screen queens. Yeah, one we'll we'll on top. I, I think that'd be fantastic. All right. Well, I think we're we're going to look it up. Um, maybe a couple each, to each or something, and we'll talk about them. I mean, it's going to be a really hard couple of weeks doing my research on screen queens. <laughs> You know, I'm quite excited about <laughs> about that process. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, quality. No, we'll do that definitely. I'm gonna do a lot of research. Two two weeks time, yeah, we'll do something to scream about. All right, First cool. one on draw one last breath. Introduce the next segment. Yeah, well, okay, so we have no idea what we're going to call this one because um, everyone does their own sort of version of uh, a rewatch or a rewind. So we've got to come up with a, a snazzy name for what we're going to do. So we're going to basically look at, we're going to watch a classic movie, basically. Yeah. So something from our, something based. Classic or just anything from the past. I think. Yeah. Anything that we want, that you want, we'll just pick it and then we'll be like, we'll pick it and we'll just talk about it and what we like about it or what we don't like about it um, but normally kind of a classic or just something in the past really just any good or bad horror yeah we'll call it we'll probably call it something like movie rentals or yeah something to do with we ain't got a clue at the moment it's just going to yeah. be our classic watch but we we basically you picked it um, what we're going to what we're going to watch so what did we watch we watched Critters oh yeah 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> classic. Um, classic. And you've left me to do the plot, but or whatever it's about. But it's, I'm just going to say that it's just about really, really angry hedgehogs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the day. So it's a really, really ch- cheap gremlins. Was gremlins before this? No. I've actually done a little bit of research, I'm not going to lie. Now, Gremlins was made before this, but the the script and screenplay was written and drafted and bought by the film company before Gremlins was even out. Oh, my God. So it's not like uh, a lot of people are like, ah, it's a blatant rip-off of Gremlins, but not. it's just a poor man's Gremlins, but it's not at all. Um, it was all written and scripted way before like Gremlins even came out. So it's I mean, just, there was it, just, a... it took a long time to make and it came out after Gremlins. So it, that's why yeah. it, it annoys me when a lot of people go, oh, it's just a poor man's Gremlins. When it's... Well, I, I've written that one down. So I love Gremlins. I'll, I'll cross that one off. But um, I, I mean, this was one of my favourite movies when I, was a, um, when I was a kid and we watched this on repeat yeah. loads. We had this on VHS and we had this going through I, I just loved it and I mean we don't have to like kill this to death but there's just some absolute genius things about this film and I'm, I'm hoping that you you don't know them all but as well it sounds things you've probably geeked them up on there I've done a little bit of research yeah yeah I mean yeah it's got a good cast it's got um, what is it it's uh, Scott Kim, Scott Gimple and he um, is that he, the, the little he played Brad and he's He's um, Don, weird, Donald though? McCluskey from Band of, um, Band of Brothers. Yeah. But so he's gone isn't it weird, right? It's kind of, this film kind of breaks the boundaries a little bit, right? But we'll get into it. But it's quite funny because, like, the main kid in it is Ginger. <laughs> like, so he's kind of like... I mean, I was shocked. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was appalled. No, I'm not <laughs> But well, it, it, it's so funny. Sorry like, to all our Ginger Because it's not, but... it wasn't, it, it, you know, it's like, that was one thing I found quite funny. Because he's, he's not that bad in it. And the other thing, the other thing I found kind of weird about it, which is not weird actually, it's really good. For a change, the girl is real like sexed up and egging the man on. And normally it's the other way around in horror films where the man's like, come on, come out to the barn or we'll get it on. But in this, this one, the girl is like, come on, let's go out to the barn. I want to make out and like desperate to get him into the barn, which I thought was really funny. Interesting point. I mean, we got to talk about her boyfriend, and her boyfriend is the, uh, the one only Billy Zane, star of Titanic. Star, star of Titanic. So we're talking. We've got, um, and this is one of his first movies. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of his first movies. So this is going to be this is going to be my first little um, interesting thing. We've got yeah. Billy Zane in this one. Um, it's a you big know, shock horror. He he gets it by a critter in like the worst way. And I'm just, I got me thinking when I was watching. I was like. You know, Johnny Depp, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. uh, Kevin Bacon, Friday the 13th. Their sort of first movies, they get absolutely death. I mean, Billy Tane is Billy the worst one out of the three anyway. He doesn't really like go in like a really manly way. He gets his fingers bitten off by yeah. the critter and then stomach churn. Fucking brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. It cracks me up every time. But like the other two, like Johnny Depp and Kevin Bacon, at least they go out a little bit. Better. I mean, Johnny Depp, yeah. probably one of the most blood in any movie ever. But oh, that's through the bed, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Christ, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's crazy. 
Back to Chris. At least Kevin Bacon gets it. At least he gets a little bit of sex before he goes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Billy, Billy Zane did get nothing. This Just is a, a little fondle in the uh, in the barn. This was a 15. Oh, okay. So he was never going to get any like sexy time. Right? Maybe not. Maybe not. There are... Because there are boobies in the second one. Okay, cool. Because yeah, I, I actually, I sat there and watched the um, Critters 1 and Critters 2. Yeah. I didn't get a free free and four like I said I was going to do. I just <laughs> couldn't. I couldn't watch Leo and Leonardo DiCaprio in the third one. Um, so let's, let's, but let's, gonna, let's throw, talk about the... No, I'm, 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 forget about this. I want to throw some, I want to throw some, uh, um, I don't know what you would call them, but it's just like, this director yeah. loved... Um, movies mm-hmm. because did you notice all the, all the references. Spielberg references yeah, yeah, and totally. stuff like that yeah. so there's an E.T. Oh, yeah. at one stage he gets his head bitten off by the critter yeah I saw that yeah the bowling team yeah has a Ghostbusters logo on the back of it oh the dad yeah yeah the, the dad yeah um, oh god I had I had loads there's just I thought there's loads of homages to loads of different films in there. Isn't it? It's really, it's um, he's obviously yeah like a massive fan of all AE stuff really, which was which I thought was really really cool. Yeah, there was probably a poster in a wall or somewhere that I missed, but um, there was yeah there was a lot of nods to the oh that was it. I want to know if you noticed this, the cat's name. Oh yeah, it was um, uh, Chewy. Chewy. Yeah, Chewy. Yeah, I, I noticed brilliant. that. Yeah. I did, but like literally, when I watched that when I was a kid, I didn't even realise that. How did I not even know these things? When I think nowadays, like we're a bit older, so pop culture references and stuff like that, we sort of do that yeah, a lot yeah, more. Yeah. So you, you, true. There's a few, you don't even notice it. Yeah, there's a few movies that you know just literally just like you know Ready Player One's come out and that's yeah. like literally smashes every pop culture reference going. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but um, you don't really know. I swear you didn't notice then, that. Then, I mean, subtle, isn't it? They're only subtle things. Yeah, and Lucas and Spielberg did it a lot in their movies. Yeah, yeah, true. Because they, um, they did. I can't remember. If there was obviously in Star Wars oh, the prequel. There was ETs in there, but um, there was mm-hmm. a bit of back and forth in some of the early ones, but not like I remember. Um, all right, funniest bit in the movie for you. Um, I love the bit. Where like the there's so I can't remember what happens, but like the critters just look at each other and go, "Let's roll," <laughs> and then they just like because it's all subtitled, isn't it? Yeah. Like literally, they just talk to you and they like look at each other. And they're like they're scared, so they're like, "Let's roll," and they just roll off. Well, I I did a death count of um, who gets the most critters as well yeah. throughout it, but the mum actually gets two, and this is my this leads to my funny. Oh, she kills two. She gets two. Yeah. Now the first one. Right, she they they're in like I don't know in peril, and they're rolling up and they're coming up to the stairs and Dad's just been bitten on the arm and the and the shoulder, and he's been he, they they throw those spikes don't they to like sort of knock them out a little bit it kind of like makes them yeah. drowsy yeah um, and <laughs> they're waiting for um, Brad to go and let him in, and um, as they get in the door she comes out with there's two of them on the porch, and she, she goes have they got weapons and he goes in the little subtitles he goes I don't care about the weapons or something and the other one just gets shot with a shotgun then you go like shit he goes fuck oh does he I think that was the first time I saw a swear word when I was a kid oh, really? and it was in subtitles and I just um, I remember as a kid just thinking that was electric and I still found it funny now yeah it's he just funny. says fuck it's, and there's just lots of funny bits absolutely buggers off like a little ninja hedgehog that he is that's cool yeah so 
I when I put this on, I put it on and I thought, oh, like I, I can't remember hardly any of this, but I remember watching it loads when I was a kid. Uh, but I can't remember obviously everything from Ins and Outs. So from the start of it, like so on that weird spaceship, it's really really. Like the aliens on it that look really, really bad it's from like a really, really bad Doctor Who episode. Oh, it's so cheap. I so loved bad, how cheap it was. Yeah. But then they've got these, what they call them, crites. So they're not actually called yeah. crites. Yeah, they go. Crites. Where are the crites? Yeah. And they're like, they're like obviously transporting them from some cut to some kind of jail or something. <laughs> yeah, in the And yeah, and it's just like, and then they escape. And obviously. And nick a plane. Yeah, oh, nick a, yeah, like spaceship. Oh, spaceship, yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, but like there's then there's all, like, like this sort of head alien dude that's really bad, like prosthetics and all that, and and he he's basically uh calls up his two bounty hunters to go and obviously um, hunt them down and bring them back somehow, and uh, yeah, they get they they just go to obviously track them. And they've gone to Earth, so like I I love this bit. Like I remember watching when I was a kid. Like I thought this was fantastic, where they're actually actually in the ship and they kind of don't know how to fit in to Earth, so they're looking at all this like footage on TV, <laughs> and then they come across the the, the, the best like eighties kind of hair metal band, like really cheesy rock. Right, it was band. Johnny Steele. Johnny Steele. Was it, that yeah. right? It wasn't. Ju- it was um, Ugg. Right. It was the name of the guy who like because it was Ugg and. Oh, I can't, I can't remember their names. They're just, I call them the bounty hunters. There you go. But yeah, it's... Lee. Ugg and Lee. Ugg and Lee was their, was <laughs> pretty, their names. Brilliant. Must have fought for ages on those. Because Lee, Lee, Lee struggles to pick a, pick something yeah. to um, change right. into. So what they have to do is, they, they, they obviously just have green faces, don't they? And then they just choose something and they kind of morph into that person. So it's like yeah. just a, a, a kind of copycat version of that person. And obviously one of them chooses uh, Johnny Steele um, as one Why of Why is he singing p- yeah. a beautiful, beautiful power ballad? What a song though. Power song. of the Night. So that, am I right in saying that actor is the singer? That's right, isn't it? It's not, I don't, think it's, I don't think it is. I think that is the actor from the, the movie. He's been in like loads of other films as well, apparently. Like, I don't know. He's in a lot of the other Critics films, apparently, as well. He's in every... He He's in every Critics movie, yeah. so he's in all So four. he's an actor who was just... They picked that song because they just had that song written for it, I think. As far as I know, it's not a real band. I think it's like, like Tommy Mann or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's from a real band. I hope he is. Because um, I, I want to see him. Yeah, I'd love to see him. <laughs> Because that song's brilliant. I, I want, I want one of their t-shirts, and they got one. But I don't know if you were going to talk about it or not. But it's the transformation it's when, awesome. he, when he when he transforms, <laughs> and his little head goes. That's really gory. Oh, yeah. And that's probably one of the. I, I mean, that's probably where all the budget went because it was the the little spaceships and stuff were so cheese on toast. I think but a lot of the I bet a lot of the money went on the actual critters because the, the animatronics and yeah. puppetry is expensive stuff. I want one. Oh, not it. a real one because they're little bastards but <laughs> I want like a I want a model critter I've been looking for one for years well I bought you that and um, you yes you did pillow for your birthday well it's, it's a cushion cushion it's be- and it's beautiful from uh, where did you buy that from give him a plug 
Oh, I can't remember now. Alley, uh, Cat, Alley Cat Graphics. That's it, Alley Cat Graphics. Fucking loved it. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely cushion. But yeah, so anyway, the, so then these bounty hunters are sent down to obviously kill these queer things. And as they're going to go and find them, uh, they get, they, they kind of like cut to the story of the house. And obviously that's where you get this like country folk living in this big old house. Um, and I just remember like when I was a kid watching the biggest, the scariest scene in it, it was just pretty scary over everything else was when the mum's doing the washing up and she looks out the window and all you see is these two red like cat's eyes the clear eyes eyes that see, was scary I remember man. that as a kid that was scary I that was a, to myself that was nightmare inducing that was about it though yeah everything else was like cool because the thing is it was had a funny element side it was only 15 so it went major gory it's just about scary enough the kids when you were that age was like that kid's cool um, but I remember when I was a kid, I used to think the bounty hunters were like selling house, like they were amazing. But when you actually think about it, the uh, bounty hunters don't really do fuck all. It's like it's all the, the dad and the mum and the sister and the brother that pretty much do everything. Right. See, I did. I, they're, they're, I think, if I remember rightly, there were nine of them. Yeah. If I get I that right, number yeah. right. Nine, yeah. So I wrote Crit Account. Yeah. All right. Brad gets two. Which, who's Brad? Brad's the kid. Brad's the kid. The little ginger kid. kid um, yeah. Who, you know, appeared in the second one as well. That's a bit older. It's so cheap on TikTok. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the second one. Right, so he gets two. And how does he get them? He gets one um, by knocking... I, I think he... Oh, yeah. This is my favourite bit of the movie. <laughs> when, he goes in, when he goes in and saves his sister after Billy Zane gets it, Oh, yeah, because he, he sees and he going throws, into the bar. Because he loves playing with fireworks. That's it, like firecrackers. Fire, and he throws it and he puts it in his mouth. That's it, and he blows up. And it blows up. Yeah. But just, but okay, hang on, rewind that a little bit. First thing I thought, a little bit creepy. Rob was looking out his window, he sees her go into the, uh, into the barn. It's a different then, world down south, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm surprised he wasn't really in there. It's very, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, he killed, he, Brad gets one, like okay. that, blows one up. Brad gets one. Does the sister does the sister not stab one with the um with the big light? The fork. fork. No, you think yeah. she doesn't get it. Oh, he runs Because it, it grabs it and snaps oh, it. Oh yeah. They're fucking yeah. little. They are. They are little bastards. They yeah. keep on doing that. That's the thing, though. This is this is the thing. These, although it's comedic, these bits. If these were real life, they would be bastards to kill because they can roll away real fast. <laughs> they shoot out little spiny prickly things yeah. that can knock you out. And they've got razor sharp loads of teeth. Yeah. It's like, so they are pretty, pretty nasty oh, yeah. little bastards. I mean, I got, right, so Brad gets two. So he gets one with a dynamite and he gets one accidentally by, he, he has the gun at some point, the shotgun, and he was going to shoot it, the one that was coming, it was coming through the sofa, I think. That's and he right, falls yeah. over. Oh, yeah. And he, get, and he shoots the, um, the fan and the fan falls on him. Yeah. I think it kills him. So I'm definitely counting that as a kill. Mum gets two with, the shotgun. Ugg gets one. That's one bounty hunters. And I think that was the one that yeah. was in the toilet seat. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in the right. Toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that's. But when they're shooting that they... toilet bit, it's a blatant reference to Ghoulies, mate. You know when he's coming out of the toilet, critter. Oh yeah, big time. Definitely, like because he goes over and he just shoots it. Yeah. But our hero, the hero count is Charlie, who's in all four as well. But he's the, he's the, a the bit... town drunk. 
what did he, I know this was made way before, but he just reminded me of Forrest Gump. It's so fucking like up. he's the town idiot, isn't he? He's like a little bit special. Oh yeah, and he's out. He's out. He's their farmhand as well. Yeah, and he he's helping Brad with his fireworks and that sort of stuff. He's yeah, a bit. He's of a, got this kind of relationship yeah. with Brad, where because this like this this uh, Charlie bloke, he's a bit of a still a bit of a kid, isn't he? Really. And he loves aliens and stuff, don't yeah. he? Yeah. And, and they've got that, that thing in common, that they love aliens and stuff. So but he's, like, he's the one who get, blows up the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, he, gets so all, he gets the last three. So, like, right at the end, then, you remember that one of those critters gets, like, one of the critters uh, increases in size, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. it gets really big. Because it grabs them. Um, so it uh, grabs the sister, um, Brad's sister. sister and takes her back to... Um, their ship. So I don't know what they're going to do with her. Don't even answer that question. So they put her, they put her in the I ship. I was just going to say dinner. So brave old Brad, little ginger Brad, jumps on his BMX, massive throwback to the 80s, jumps on his BMX, gets it down an there, 80s movie, so... And um, tries to save her, doesn't he? He does, they do save her. They get off the, they get off the ship and that's when they chuck a massive load of dynamite into the ship. Charlie does this. No, first, yeah, they try and chuck the dynamite in there, don't they? But it doesn't light. Right. So then Charlie gets out his bottle of little booze and then they put a bit of fabric on top and light it and then they chuck that in there. Oh, yeah, okay, So it it explodes and then, and then it's flying off, isn't it? And then literally, the funny, actually, the funniest bit that I thought of the movie is when the critters fly over the house, they stop and blow the fucking house up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like bastards right to the beer end they're assholes they are completely so they blow the whole of, of the farmhouse up so they've got nowhere to live luckily they're not in the house so like they're all okay and yeah they obliterated their house but then they get they blow up don't they Cause the, yeah because it was done like, but then they have that little so weird the bounty guys come along and like because Brad loves the bounty guys they're, they're like great even though they didn't kill any critters one. And then, then they give him that funny little thing, don't they? Lee's Plus. rubbish. Lee, it's Lee the one that can't decide. If yeah, he, so he, char- he changes into the... everybody he sees along the way. He tries to change it. Yeah, he changes into Charlie at one point. I think he changes into some Reverend dude. Reverend. Yeah, and he changes into some cop as well. Who's the first death? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In there because he gets taken by the under the car. Am I right in saying there's only two people die? Literally, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. And the cop. And the cop. Okay. Are the only yeah. two human so deaths. It's not a massive death kill. It's not actually. But then critters, there's quite a few of those. But then they make up for it in critters too. Oh god. Yeah. Don't I worry. Think, I don't think I want to go and read Don't worry, that. they they make up for it a little bit. It's not a massive death count, but they do make up for it in critters too. True, true. Because you've got that classic moment. I'm just gonna talk one bit. The only the only reason I watched Critters too, because I just remember this when they all form together into that big ball. And then they oh, run over yeah, everyone. Isn't that like, like five or something? That's two. Critters like two. two? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Critters three is in New York, I think, with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. And uh, Critters four is in space. Nice. So. Just remembered, actually, the mum, right, was from Cujo. She was in Cujo, because I, I used to love that film and love when oh. she be up. I've got to make a obviously confession. she was the mum in E.T. She was the mum in E.T. And did you notice the one reference that was in it, like the little kid comes up to her, the thermometer after putting it under the hot water, and he goes, oh, 
he goes, oh, I can't go to school today, I'm really ill, and she's like, turns around, she's like, pull the other one, because there's a blatant reference to E.T. where he gets the time off. That school. is fucking ace, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't, I, I was like, wow, well, that's so funny, because she's obviously, um, Dee Wallace, and Dee Wallace, she's quite, yeah. you know, Cujo, E.T., she did loads of other 80s movies, but, yeah, I thought she was, she was great as a crazy mum. Yeah, like I mean, screaming the whole time. You know, I'm not going to say the acting's anything great, but it was no. it didn't need to be. But the dad, the dad, the dad just reminded me of like some kind of hard ass kind of Johnny Cash type character. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's pretty cool looking. Like you know, his hair was quite cool, and the the Ghostbusters pin like um, what they called pin busters, weren't they? Pin busters, yeah. It was like bowling. Team. And it was really bad. The, the symbol was like such a cheat. It was just. It looked like it'd been sewn by their wives, obviously. Yeah, it was just brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, I love, I love that you picked this movie, and I love that you bought me a beautiful cushion from Alley Cat Graphics. <laughs> <laughs> what did yeah. you, what did you uh, rate this movie? What um, did you rate it? It's it, hard. It's hard to rate it because it, it's just so funny. It is hard because um, it's like when you watch it when you're a kid. It's completely different to when you watch it as an adult. Um, I mean, it, it's hard because it doesn't stand up because of all, all the kind of like animatronics and all that stuff and the puppetry. It doesn't stand up massively great and the storyline isn't the most complex, the storylines, but it holds a really special place in my heart as one of those films. And it is to be laughed at, but then it is also to be like, that's really good like effects with puppetry and and the concept of it and it, you know like gremlins it's like gremlins is funny yeah uh, maybe the storyline is slightly better i'll give it that but it is funny as well it's a creature feature it's 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 fun um i don't know what would you give it out of 10 well are you making me do go first are you? yeah from a pure nostalgia perspective and the fact that i hadn't watched this for probably 10 plus years and i still loved it and i laughed a lot and, and it's it like, and I don't, I, time as well in 1986 yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm get, I mean from it's one of my favourite horror movies because uh, it's just so fun and it's one of the ones I watched as a kid so it's going to get a 9 out of 10 for me 9 out of 10 yeah Ooh. just I don't like I'm not justifying that I just fucking love it I mean I love it I got the I bought the X rental VHS <laughs> I mean I, I literally we need to crack out the VCR and look at all the trailers <laughs> trailers yeah. before it because can you imagine the gold that we're going to see trailers? Oh, Christ, yeah. So when we get a chance, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a, a, a podcast while we watch the trailers of the video VHSs. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think I'll probably slight, slightly lower than you. I'll probably go with an eight. Um, I do love it. Um, and it, again, like I say, it's, it's a special place in my heart for it. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it an eight. Fair but, enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we go on the lower end then. We we get for this because there's only two of us, so we'll give it an eight out of ten. A draw draw one last breath, eight out of ten. Yeah. But um, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what are we doing next then? So we've done our. That was all right. Yeah, I thought I think it's gone well. So um, I hope that um, if you've managed to kind of get this and download it um, from 
iTunes um, and listen to it, that, then thank you very much for listening and hope you subscribe to it. Um, that'd be really, really cool. We're obviously, it's a brand new podcast and we've just started out, so forgive us for like um, the ropiness of it. Yeah, I mean, I've got a massive mic in my face. I've never had one <laughs> in my face before, so... It's He's a, definitely had a lot of things in front of his face, but this is but the never first a mic. mic. Yeah, uh, same as me, really. But um, it's trial and error, so I hope you stick with it with us. Um, like we're going to try and get it on other formats when we can, like Spotify and stuff. But I think the first place we're going to leave it on iTunes. Um, but um, should we talk about what we're doing next week? What we're doing next time? So yeah, we're gonna do, yeah. If we're going to do this so, um, uh, every fortnight, so we want to do. Um, We're gonna say which movie we're gonna look at next week. Oh next, yeah, next so through. like our um, so what is our main review gonna be on? So main review next time, Matthew, mm-hmm. is gonna be hereditary. Hereditary, I'm well looking forward to this. Your little girl seen, looks creepy. Yeah, I've seen the trailers. Obviously, we've seen the trailers many a times, um, but and um, all these big reviews are coming out of best horror movie of all time. I'm not gonna go with high expectations, that's for sure, but. It's, uh, it's looking good. So I'm well excited for this. So that'll be that'll be two weeks time we'll review that. And also, what about our... Well, we haven't called it Yeah, anything I don't know. Our whatever re-watch. our movie rental week rewatch or whatever we're going to call it, I'm going to... You're picking this week. I'm picking this week. So, and because I loved the fact that um, Billy Zane... Oh, gosh. ...got it easy in this one okay. by, by his death, I think we're going to watch a bit more of a... Um, another Hollywood star get it, but in okay. a better way. So I'm going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. First one. First one. Hell yeah. Because I want to see that. Johnny Depp get it. Yeah, let's see that. Yeah, because at the moment as well, he's done a lot of shit. So, so he deserves it. I want to see yeah. him go up in a pile of blood. Yeah, uh, that's a good shout. Okay. Great shout. You happy with that? I'm well happy with that, mate. Sweet. Uh, I will... I will uh, and then, we said we do, and then we said we do um, our other bit, which is a little segment. We're going to try something to scream about. So we'll uh, be looking at uh, our favourite screen queens. Yep, we've covered that. Yeah, definitely screen queens. I'm looking forward to that, like you said, doing some research on them and come back with some nice facts. We won't tell each other. We'll, I say we're two picks each? Two screen queens each? Yeah, all right, two picks yeah. each. Yeah. And then we won't tell each other what, what they're going to be and then we'll probably get the same ones. I, I might just go a <laughs> bit off kilt and pick ones that you won't think I'm going to pick. So, uh, you're going to go like really like 70s? I don't you? know, because I know what you're going to pick. I pretty much know, probably. But anyway, regardless of that, so that's uh, that's going to be quite interesting. Just to let you know as well, if you want to follow us on social media, um, we are on Twitter at Draw One Last, and we're on Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, and we've got an email. If anybody wants to get in contact with us via email, the the old school way, and it's just Draw One Last Breath Pod at hotmail.com so feel free to send us any kind of reviews or questions or anything like that um be cool to hear from you I'm yeah any feedback on that. <laughs> <laughs> wishful thinking at the moment from our five listeners but you've got to start somewhere and uh yeah it's been an interesting one and obviously as the time goes on i'm sure we'll get a lot better and it's uh we'll talk about other things uh, that interest uh you and that will be about horror things thanks matt so i guess there's only one thing left to say oh god when there's no more room in hell here's another podcast (laughs) yeah sure will
Thanks a lot. Bye.